On today's episode of the Career Pack Podcast, I take a couple quotes from the book Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and we talk about this incessant thinking that we all go through. So I really like this podcast. It's a little bit different. I just kind of go off the dome and just read off a couple of quotes from the book that I really enjoyed. So if you guys have been enjoying the recent episodes, make sure to follow us on Spotify, share this with a friend, and follow us on all socials at The Career Packed Podcast. We're growing and we have some pretty cool guests that will be on the pod in the coming days. Thank you all so much. And I appreciate you guys. Let's get into today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 58 of the Korea Pact podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host for this pod. And on this pod, we combine creativity and impact and hopes to give more than I can get. Excuse me. Sorry, my voice was a little bit stifled there. But for those of you who are new, we're doing something pretty cool. A podcast every single day for 365 days straight. So a lot like yesterday, a lot like yesterday's pod, I was reading a book and I had to come on here and just press record because what I wanted to talk about today is something that I've struggled with for I wouldn't even say struggle. I think it's something that everyone just has. And it's a it's a thing that everyone has to work through in order to get to this specific area of peace, enlightenment, and spirituality in our lives. So what am I going to be talking about? I'm going to be talking about the voice in our head, that little mother fluffer in our head that is always talking to us. Now, in my life, I know very few people that are able to just have that off switch. That off switch is the switch where we just stop our mind from thinking. So have you guys ever been in just the moment, present being, and a thought comes up from the past and or you start thinking about the future? And then a couple minutes just go by of you just constantly thinking about things that are going on in the past or worrying about later on in the day, the next week, the next coming months, and just like this incessant thinking that's going on in our brains. Well, that's something that I'm really trying to work like work hard to work through because I'm at a point in my life right now where, granted, I'm just trying to do the things that I care about. And in that, I'm trying to find some sort of peace, peace within not having to always think and then finding that off switch. So building my day, my time, my effort and energy in a way that I can turn that creative switch on, that on switch for effective work, efficiency, creativity, and overall just flow state of work. And then once I'm done with that, I just want to lay the mind to rest. And that's what I'm trying to do. Throughout this journey, the past 58 days, I've realized that whenever I finish one of these pods, I'm always trying to think about tomorrows and trying to constantly think up of ideas of what to talk about, what not to talk about, um, something, things that are valuable, things that may not be, you know, that valuable. I, I want to stay away from. So granted, it depends what you, the listener, like. Some things you guys may like, some things I may not like. But the book that I was reading, and honestly, today I'm just going to read straight from the book because I think it is way too powerful for me to try and paraphrase. I'd rather 
read directly from the book so you guys can get something away from it and make your own interpretation of it. I'll read it and then you guys can take your own things away from it. The book that I'm reading, by the way, it's a book called The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment by the author named Eggheart Tolle. Tolle? Teal? Tolle? I don't know if I'm saying it right, but Egg, Eggheart Tolle? Eggheart Tolle? I don't know. <clears throat> yes, I read, but I suck with pronunciation. So I'm trying, I'm going to find the page where, here we go. It, it goes like you are not your mind, right? So I'm going to read about two pages. And after, well, probably going to read like three, maybe three. And I think this will be super valuable. And I literally read this about like an hour, hour and a half ago. I had dinner and I was like, I'm going to make a podcast about this. I don't care if it's different or weird that I'm reading a book word for word on this podcast, but hey, it is what it is. So here goes nothing. Enlightenment, rising above thought. Isn't thinking essential in order to survive in this world? Your mind is an instrument, a tool. It is there to be used for a specific task. And when the task is completed, you lay it down. As it is, I would say about 80 to 90% of most people's thinking is not only repetitive and useless, but because of its dysfunctional and often negative nature, much of it is also harmful. Observe your mind and you will find this to be true. It causes a serious leakage of vital energy. This kind of compulsive thinking is actually an addiction. What characterizes an addiction? Quite simply this, you no longer feel that you have the choice to stop. It seems stronger than you. It also gives you a false sense of pleasure. Pleasure that invariably turns into pain. So why should, we, why should we be addicted to thinking? Because you are identified with it, which means that you derive your sense of self from the content and activity of your mind. Because you believe that you would cease to be if you stopped thinking. Wait, let me read that again. Because you believe that you would cease to be if you stopped thinking. As you grow up, you form a mental image of who you are based on your pers personal and cultural conditioning. We may call this phantom self the ego. It consists of mind activity and can only be kept going through constant thinking. The term ego means different things to different people. But when I use it here, it means a false self created by unconscious identification with the mind. To the ego, the present moment hardly exists. Only past and future are considered important. This total reversal of the truth accounts for the fact that in the ego mode, the mind is so dysfunctional. It always, It is always concerned with keeping the past alive because without it, who are you? It constantly projects itself into the future to ensure its continued survival and to seek some kind of release or fulfillment there. It says, one day when this, that, or the other happens, I'm going to be okay, happy, at peace. Even when the ego seems to be concerned with the past, with the present, it is not the present that it sees. It misperceives it completely because it looks at it through the eyes of the past. Or it reduces the present to a means to an end. An end that always lies in the mind-projected future. Observe your mind and you'll see that this is how it works. The present moment holds the key to liberation. But you cannot find the present moment as long as you are your mind. 
So I'm going to stop there. I just read like a page and a half. But this whole idea that everything that we have in our head, that little voice and everything that is telling us, we are not our mind. Because a majority of the time, our inability to close our mind off or, as the book says, lay it down, a majority of the time it's just making up stories and negative things that aren't really true to who we are. And this idea of being addicted to thinking of it being an addiction, to be frank, guys, I feel like I have that. And it's hard to work through not being or like having that off switch of like turning your mind off. My mind is always going a thousand miles an hour. Now, I don't know if it's completely like a horrible thing or a bad thing, but in my eyes, if you really want to find stillness, calmness, and peace, like how I, I'm trying to find in whatever it is that I'm doing in my life and just my day to day, I think I'm trying to reach a, pay, a place of finding that off switch. And I think the um, they also talk about a couple of ways to... Hold on. I might read a little bit more. And if you guys think this podcast is a little bit weird, it's okay. Don't worry about it because I just wanted to share this. Hmm. Oh, here we go. This thing I found really insightful. I'm going to read more. So it says, freeing yourself from the mind. What exactly do you mean by watching the thinker? When someone goes to the doctor and says, I hear a voice in my head, he or she will most likely be sent to a psychiatrist. The fact is that in a very similar way, virtually everyone hears a voice or several voices in their head all the time. The involuntary thought processes that you don't realize you have the power to stop. Continuous monologues or dialogues. You have probably come across mad people in the street incessantly talking or muttering to themselves. Well, that's not much different from what you and all other quote-unquote normal people do, except that you don't do it out loud. The voice comments, speculates, judges, compares, complains, likes, dislikes, and so on. The voice isn't necessarily relevant to the situation you find yourself in at the time. It may be reviving the recent or distant past or rehearsing or imagining possible future situations. Here, it often imagines things going wrong and negative outcomes. This is called worry. Sometimes the soundtrack is accompanied by visual images or mental movies. Even if the voice is relevant to the situation at hand, it will interpret it in terms of the past. This is because the voice belongs to your conditioned mind, which is a result of all your past history as well as of the collective cultural mindset you inherited. So you see and judge the present through the eyes of the past and past and get a totally distorted view of it. It is not uncommon for the voice to be a person's own worst enemy. Many people live with a tormentor in their head that continuously attacks and punishes them and drains them of vital energy. It is the cause of untold misery and unhappiness as well as of disease. The good news is that you can free yourself from the mind. This is the only true liberation. You can take the first step right now. Start listening to the voice in your head as often as you can. Pay particular attention to any repetitive thought patterns, those old gramophone records that have been playing in your head perhaps for many years. This is what I mean by watching the thinker, which is another way of saying, listen to your voice in your head, be there as the witnessing presence. 
When you listen to that voice, listen to it impartially. That is to say, do not judge. Do not judge or condemn what you hear. For doing so would mean that the same voice has come in again through the back door. You'll re- you'll soon realize there is a voice, and here I am, listening to it, watching it. This I am realization, this sense of your own presence, is not a thought. It arises from beyond the mind. I'm going to stop there again. So this idea that we're able to make ourselves a witness of our own thinking. So whatever I'm saying right now, I could in my mind envision myself like there's a dude just like standing there watching me say all these things from my conscious mind. I just think this is the coolest thing ever because believe it or not, in the past hour, I've implemented this like whatever thought that I have or negative thought that I have or anything that brings me um, any sort of like takes me away from like neutrality of just like being in the moment. I'm just like, I try to think like, oh, hey, there's a thought. LOL. Let it go. And then boom, you're chilling. I don't know if I'm explaining this well, but I just think this is a super cool, fascinating thing that that not only is important, but a lot of people I think deal with like this incessant thinking. I'm very lucky to have a partner in my life that does not struggle with thinking. Like I've had times where I'd ask her, I'd be like, Hey, like, do you just like live your life without thinking? Like you're not thinking about anything right now. And she'd be like, no, like I'm just existing. Like I'm, there's nothing going on in my mind. I'm just focused on what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. So the fact that she's able to do that, I think it gives me a good example of what I'm trying to strive for because she is like the ultimate example of someone who's at peace, right? So, and I think in finding that like presence and peace of being in the moment, that thing of observing yourself and the thoughts and thinking patterns that you have is a great way to free ourselves from the mind. And as I'm telling you guys this, I also want to make it clear that I'm telling myself these same things as well. So again, I just want to make that super clear. So yeah, I guess if you guys want to take the biggest thing to take away from this podcast is the incessant thinking that we have, we're able to free ourselves from it. And not judging our thoughts is very important. We are not our minds. We are simply how we interpret our being and our presence and our current present second that's the only thing that we should be trying to keep our attention on and focusing heavily on is like observing the now like listening to this voice of mine and you guys as you guys are listening to this driving or sitting in your bedroom the way to be present is to fully focus in on my voice focus in on the sound the words that are like uttering out of my mouth the the sensations that you're having and what you hear, what you see around you, like all of that is what the present moment is all about. So yeah, I hope you guys took something away from this. You guys probably took more things away from me just reading that, those two uh, quotes from the book than me actually saying anything else about it. But I just thought this was a super interesting concept. So the next time we catch ourselves like, obsessively thinking about something what i will strive to do and what i hope you guys strive to do as well is just observe the thoughts 
and just let them flow. Envision yourself standing in the corner and just seeing and observing all of your thoughts and not judging them, just like seeing them. Hey, they're there. This too shall pass. And it's just like a stream of thoughts and just let those thoughts come and go. So I know I'll be implementing this very heavily and I hope you guys will as well. That's all I have for you guys today. Quick little 15 minute rant. Thank you guys so much for listening. A gentleman's agreement. Like I always say, number one, follow this pod on Spotify or wherever you guys listen to your podcasts. Number two, give it a five-star rating or a four-star rating. I'm becoming more accepting of them. I appreciate either or a one-star if you completely hate it. And number three, go share this with someone who overthinks like a mofo because you know, it's funny if someone shares the podcast with me directly, I think that would be super funny because I am an overthinker. So I need to take this advice myself and I will. I've been implementing it the past hour and I feel great. So share it with someone who is an overthinker. And like I always say, guys, thank you guys so much for rocking with me. doesn't matter how many people are listening or are not listening. I'm going to stay consistent at this because it is been amazing. It's been peaceful. It's been, it's been the right thing to do. So like I always say, guys, take care. Tell someone that you love them and go do something nice for someone today because they deserve it. I'm super excited for some incredible podcasts coming in the future with dope people. Stay tuned. Thank you all so much. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.